So I'm super excited to announce that the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care has partnered with Flat River Infusions as a corporate sponsor. Now, who is Flat River Infusions? They are a North Carolina-based hemp and CBD company that provides all natural CBD products. The owner of Flat River Infusions, Nick Sagan, has a pretty powerful family story to tell. I would encourage you to go to their website, flatriverinfusions.com, and read about it. But just to let you know that Flat River's products are non-GMO, gluten-free, full-spectrum, and broad-spectrum CBD oils. There's a quality product that's grown in North Carolina, and you can't really say that about a lot of the CBD products on the market today. You don't know where they're coming from. You don't know what the quality control is. And you don't know what other channels those products have passed through before they actually get to you. Whether you're looking for a wellness product to add to your routine or an all-natural plant product, Flat River Infusions is here to help. Their products help support healthy body functioning, as well as help support healthy growing muscles as well. My favorite product is the CBD Herbal Salve which comes in a little glass container and you can literally rub it on your joints or any sore muscles. And within 30 minutes, you feel better. It's amazing. I love it and I use it daily and I would encourage you to do the same. If you are interested in checking out Flat River Infusion products, please go to their website at flatriverinfusions.com. And any purchase that you make when you mention our show, please use the coupon code CUFITNESS, the letter C, the letter U, fitness, and receive a 20% discount on all of your purchases. Good morning. My name is Allison Katzkowski. Welcome to this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am your host. I am happy to have you with me on this Tuesday morning. I hope that wherever you are, you're doing something positive for yourself. So what exactly is self-care? Self-care is, on this show in particular, we talk about self-care for your health and fitness, for your business, help you develop your mindset, and also we look at people's inspirational stories to help you plan the future and the path for your life that you truly desire. We share stories here. We give you tips to things to think about. But most of all, we invite you into what is next for you on the journey of self-care, which is why it is, in fact, a journey. I am so glad that you're here. Um, I hope that you'll strap yourself in because we've got a great episode for you today. Today, I'm actually going to look at habits and opportunity. Now, why am I doing this today? Um, well, it's September, and if you, when you look at the calendar, when I think back over my 30-year journey in the fitness industry, or close to it, when I think back to when I first started out, of course, January still rules, rules king, if you will, in this industry for people that are just starting out with a new program, um, maybe wanting to get the year started off. I mean, everyone knows about New Year's resolutions and how popular they are in January, Well, September is actually the second busiest month of the year, at least it used to be in the health and fitness industry. Now, what what has happened over the last several years is that, you know, the the months that people commit tend to go up and down. You've got an influx in the wintertime, then another one in the spring, then the summer rolls around and people tend to, I don't want to say drop out or get complacent, but people tend to shift into a different gear for summer months. And then when fall rolls around, which is really where we are, we're looking at the end of the year. So it's the perfect time to reset and refocus. And so I've been talking a lot about habits in my social media. If you, For those of you that know me and have been following me for a while, habits is one of the steps in our six-step fit life system that we teach. It's called habit mastery. And so what I wanted to cover today was is sort of take a different approach on habits and relate them to 
Developing habits, whether they're strengthening old ones or beginning new ones, can lead you to opportunities that you would probably not expect. Now, why is that a big deal? Are those two actually really related? The answer is yes, because for the most part, when we think about doing something different, okay, we're frequently asking ourselves the question of what is possible. You know, what is possible to get out of this, which for the most part is simply just a different way to think. And the majority of the public spends so much time in thinking about what's wrong with something or why something won't work or what the immediate problem is or why something isn't going to work long term versus flipping that on its head and saying, what truly is possible for the future? You know, what could I take away from this that's going to put me in a much better position for the future? And that's where I want to go today with my tips for how to look at your habits as a way to, or developing your habits, strengthening, you know, old ones or developing new ones and relate that to what type of opportunities can we make possible for us. So that's where I want to go today. Um, So if you've been following me for a while, you know that I've had some pretty amazing guests on this show. And so we've probably been up, probably been over some of what I'm going to share with you, but I really want you to keep in mind today as we listen, that I want you to relate it back to not just what's possible, but what is the opportunity here for me? What's the lesson? What's something that I can walk away with and begin to implement right away? That's always my goal for you on this show is for you to be able to walk away with at least one piece of helpful information that you can go ahead and implement in your day-to-day life. So let's get started. The first tip I want to share with you today is a pretty simple one, and it's really just about paying attention. Now, what do I mean by that? Um, A few weeks ago, I had a guest on here, and we talked about how important it is that we be curious. That episode was an interview that I did with Kimberly Spencer, so you definitely want to go back and check that episode out. It was probably somewhere back in the the 80s or the 90s. Um, I don't have that episode number in front of me. If I'm able to locate it before I stop recording here, then I'll definitely share that with you. There's so much power in simply being curious. You know, I think for the most part, Since we spend so much time in reactive mode, especially now, that we forget about the power of really asking ourselves questions. So, you know, and a lot lot of times it's just simply being aware of what's going on in the moment, you know, being present in the moment, noticing the little small details. I mean, a colleague of mine says, calls it, notice what you're noticing. So when we stop what we're doing day to day and we start really paying attention to the small things that are happening. You know, it could just be something that somebody says. It could be um, somebody asking you a different kind of question. Or it could be that you're looking for something online and you just happen to come across, you know, a subject line somewhere that really piques your curiosity. Um, And I think when we allow ourselves to be in that moment where we can ask ourselves questions, oh, that's really interesting. Let me look at that a little bit more. Oh, I hadn't really thought of it that way. Well, what is that actually suggesting? rather than, I don't have time to do that right now. Well, that's not going to work right now. Well, I'll just have to look at that later. And we usually, what happens is later doesn't really come, right? So we always want to be aware of what's going on around us by simply just paying attention to what's happening in the moment. When we do that, sometimes we can pick up little golden nuggets that can be of incredible value to us later on. And think about this for a minute. If, for example, you're struggling with trying to make a decision, 
or maybe you've got the possibility of uh, exploring a new opportunity, whether it's joining a program, taking a new job, trying a new workout program, hiring a different coach, whatever it is. Think about in the moment, where is this going to add value for me right now? And where is this going to add value for me in the future? Now, I recognize that timing is so important on so many of these decisions. But when it comes to opportunity, opportunity is available for us when we say yes. And I'm going to circle back to this concept a little bit more at the end of the show today um, with one of my other tips. So I'm going to go into a little bit more detail then. But I just want to remind you how important it is to be present and to be curious about that. Be curious about the things that are happening around you all the time. Sometimes it's the slightest little things that give us the best ideas, especially about where to go. Um, for the future, whether it's simply tweaking an old habit, um, or maybe it's we really want to start getting up earlier. Maybe we really want to start going to bed earlier. Maybe we want to add workouts in the morning versus after work. Uh, Maybe we simply want to try something different, but we're not exactly sure where to start. Well, sometimes the best question to ask is, well, what if I did it this way? What would happen? What could I expect? And how could this make my day better? So what would it be like if you allowed yourself to if you allowed yourself to ask those questions of yourself? So that's all I'm saying with being paying attention. Just stop for a minute and be curious because sometimes the results and the answers that you can find can really surprise you in a good way. Um, tip number two: think of what you do, especially when it comes to your self-care, what you do for yourself, how you approach your business, how you approach your mindset how you're working toward your personal goals that you have for your life, your business goals, whatever it is. Think of what you do is really important. And I think we get lost in this sometimes because for those of us that are caretakers, we're busy trying to be the best spouse we can, the best employee we can, the best parent we can, the best sibling, the best friend we can. And we forget sometimes that what we really need is to develop some healthy boundaries around that. But somewhere in there, our self-concept sometimes can get lost. And we can start to become what we what our story is and what we've become accustomed to our story being. So, for example, if you're somebody that struggles to find um, gratitude or finds it, it hard to really reward yourself or to say positive, nice things about a job that you've done, if you find yourself when someone's paying you a compliment and you're First thing you might say is, oh, whatever, it's not that big a deal. Or, well, no, it's really not that big a deal. I was just doing my job. Or maybe if you're struggling in a relationship, whether it be a friendship or a romantic relationship, you start to believe what your story tells you. You know, if certain things always tend to go a certain way for you, then you sort of believe that that's the way things are for you usually. And so this is where I think we have to ask ourselves some really serious questions and separate what our story is from who we really are. Um, And this is how we learn to create a new story for us. And this is so much tied to who we are as human beings. And sometimes it just takes shifting the way that we're thinking a little bit and asking, well, what if I did do it this way? What would happen? Well, what if I approached it this way? What would happen? Well, just because something happened like that before, doesn't mean that it's going to happen again. You know, I can't tell you how many people I talk to every single week in my business and people that I run into in the community, and when, when I'm trying to encourage them to come to class or to, or to try a different workout or to consider doing something different, well, I don't know. My track record's not that good when it comes to that. 
Well, I just know myself and I know how I am when it comes to things like that. And we tend to let our story define us rather than being open to what a new story could possibly be for us. So when it comes to your self-concept and making a habit so that you have and trying to create a new opportunity out of that habit, think about inside of you, what is it that you really want? What is it that you really desire for your life? Okay. And why do you think that you're finding yourself where you are? Is it possible that what's already happened has led you to this moment? So that could be a perfect jump off point to actually be open to trying something different. Um, And, you know, the old saying goes, you're never going to know unless you try, right? So think about what you do. Everything that you do for yourself is being important. And the way that you treat yourself is ultimately the way that other people are going to treat you as well. So if you're, you know, you allow yourself, your boundaries to be compromised, if you allow yourself, uh, your people to do the same things to you, to say the same things to you, to do the same things, and you consistently feel like you're just on a hamster wheel and you just can't, and then you start telling yourself, well, maybe this is just the way that it's going to be for me, then stop right there and say, okay, the past is the past. Yes, things didn't work out before. Yes, that happened to me before, but that doesn't mean it has to be like this going forward. So what would you need to think in order to create a different outcome? That's really where your challenge is. And that is how you create a new opportunity for yourself right then and there. Okay. Tip number three is imagine opportunities are everywhere that you look. And let me explain what I mean by this. When we start looking around at what's going on around us, you know, our mind is a funny thing. And you've heard me talk about this before if you've been following my show for a while. You know, sometimes we can start. We can get so used to seeing the same types of things, whether it's the same type of people that show up in our life or the same types of decisions that come up for us or the same type of, you know, problems and challenges and decisions, if you will. You know, there's some it's sometimes I don't I don't know about y'all, but for me, sometimes it seems like the same type of thing is coming up. And usually that's an invitation to be open to what is going on in your world, because that right there is an opportunity for you to do something different. And the way our mind works is if we're fixated on one thing or we're thinking about one certain thing with respect to why things are always happening a certain way, okay, then if we're locked into that thought, then if we, we, when we look around our world, we're just going to see more examples of that. That's how, our, that's how the human brain works. Um, you know, my coach has reminded me of that several times when I try to point out why certain things haven't always worked out in the best of ways for me. I mean, it might be just me trying to develop a new program and it just hasn't gotten the response that I thought, or maybe it's a new idea, or maybe it's a new something for a workout and it didn't quite work the way that I thought. And I'll say, I'll make some comment like, well, it just hasn't worked before. And so, and then she'll say, well, that doesn't mean that it doesn't have to work again in the future. So sometimes it's just a shift in the way that we're looking at it. So can you look around your world, okay, with the thought of, okay, maybe that didn't work before, but what could be different going forward? What's one thing that I could do different that would change the outcome? So always look at what's going on around you as a chance to improve and create a new opportunity for yourself. And sometimes we can get so used to doing the same things over and over again that we really learn not to expect anything different. Well, what if you simply just decided that things were going to be different? What would happen then? And this is a classic, classic part of mastering a new habit and why so many people struggle 
with keeping up with a certain habit. You know, I, I talk to people all the time in, in the fitness industry in particular about, you know, trying to work out in the morning or trying to work out after work or trying to work out at lunch or maybe trying to go with a friend and it doesn't work or maybe trying a new, you know, gym or studio or, or a new coach or whatever. And, you know, there are people that all of us know that for whatever reason start something but just can't seem to finish it you know, or they start something and they only get to a certain point and then they drop off. And most of the time it's because they stop, number one, asking questions. And number two, they just sort of assume that this is the way it's going to be. What does, I'm telling you right now, it doesn't have to be that way. You just have to look for the opportunity and what's going on around you. Okay. My next tip is count the opportunities that really suit you. And what do I mean by this is um, what we what we focus our energy on just tends to multiply. When we notice that something is a problem, you know, we tend to focus on that and then it becomes more of a problem. So what I would challenge you with with this is challenging yourself and thinking, what if there weren't a problem? What would I think? What if this would work out the way that I want it to? What would I think? Okay, so then what you can do sometimes is look, be more open to what could be potentially be a new opportunity. And sometimes it can be as simple as just asking a different question. If you ask a different question, you're obviously going to get a different answer. And then my next tip for you is simply to decide, simply make a decision and go with it. And here's where I want to circle back to how habits can create opportunities. You know, so I can think of a few times in my life where I've been faced with making a decision and I kind of sat on it for a little while. Well, I need to think about it some more. Well, I'm not sure. I don't know if that's really going to work. I don't know if if that will work out long term. You know how it goes. We, we ask, we kind of run through the Rolodex of questions in our mind, right? So, and nine times out of 10, the longer you sit on it, then the window of opportunity for you goes away. So what I want to remind you of and the what I really want you to walk away from this episode with is, is that opportunity comes to you when you say yes. And when you learn to make quick decisions and you learn to say, okay, I'm open, let's see what happens. Okay. And you don't wait. Okay. Then the window of opportunity opens for you. It opens for you and it's there for a very short period of time. And so the longer that we sit on something, the more that window of opportunity is going to close. Um, you know, so much, so much of what happens to us is based on momentum. Well, not happens to us. That's probably not a very good way to put it, but things are always happening for us in the world. They're either happening to teach us a lesson. They're either happening for us to open our eyes, maybe a little bit differently, or maybe they're just to simply show us another way to do things. But nothing, I believe nothing really in our life happens by accident. And if you consistently find yourself in the same boat all the time, you know, with trying to nail a new habit or strengthen, you know, an old one or create a new one, and then you find that you consistently run up against the same roadblocks, then I would challenge you to open yourself up to a different way of thinking and think, I'm going to do it different this time and make that decision. Make the decision. And then because there's going to be a different decision after that one. Um, you know, my coach always reminds me of, Making decisions is like opening a series of doors. So if you imagine that you're opening a big door and you step through it, there's not necessarily going to be a clean, clear road ahead. Most likely, there'll be another door to open. 
and maybe more than that. Sometimes there'll be three or four doors and you'll be, you'll fa- you'll be faced with another decision. But the quicker you learn to make decisions, the better you get at making decisions. The decision part will always be there. Decisions are a part of life. But when we, we learn to create opportunity for us, when we make a bold decision for ourselves, and we're open to what could possibly happen as a result from that. And sometimes it means literally taking a gamble with ourselves and trusting that our intuition is going to direct us in the right way. Because once we walk through that door, there's going to be another decision on the other side. And then we go through that door and there'll probably be two or three decisions behind that. But the good news is, is that the quicker that we learn to make decisions, the better we get at making decisions, literally. I mean, decisions are always going to be there. They're going to be there in just about every aspect of our life. And we don't necessarily want the decisions to be easy. You know, there's nothing wrong with them being challenging. But here's the thing. When we learn to make swift, bold decisions for ourselves, we strengthen what I like to call the confidence muscle, okay? And we learn to not just make faster decisions, but we learn to gather the information that we need so that the next decision will be a little easier for us to make. So it's like we're training ourselves to be more of a detective than we are of simply just being reactive and waiting for the next decision to come to us. We always want to be in the driver's seat when it comes to making a bold decision for ourselves. And when we're trying to strengthen an old habit or create a new one, or maybe circle back to a habit that we used to have, okay, and just get better at it, then we get better at the muscle that it takes to make those decisions, not to mention we learn what it takes to see something through because we can never really be sure that things will be easy for us going forward. And if anyone tells you that, then they're really just telling you a lie. Um, We don't ever want necessarily want things to be super easy for us down the road. We can always expect there to be challenges and problems and obstacles and roadblocks and whatever else. But what I can tell you, though, is that the better you get at making decisions for yourself, swift, bold, quick decisions that really empower you and make you feel good, okay, not only are you going to feel better about that decision, whether it's yes or no, whatever it is, okay, you're going to feel better about that. And what my coach likes to say is to have your own back, because that's the most important part of making a decision is standing behind it, regardless of what happens as a result. It's knowing that you did the right thing for you. And you made the best decision for you, whether that's yes, I'm moving forward or no, I'm not. But either way, you're going to have your own back in that aspect. And that's probably, my friends, one of the best ways, the best promoters, if you will, of self-care for us is that it truly empowers us going forward on this journey of life. Okay, so be aware that opportunity will exist for you when you say yes. When you say yes to something, there is a window of opportunity that's opening. And the question becomes, do you want to walk through that window or climb through that window to see what's next, okay, and embrace it and know that you have empowered yourself in making a good decision for yourself, or do you want to wait for that window to close and just wait for the next thing to come along? Um, You know, I think you guys have probably all heard this, but I'll say it again. You know, there's so many people in the personal development and coaching space that, that say, you know, how we do one thing is how we do everything. And if you find that it's hard for you sometimes to make quick decisions or you find yourself, um, you know, struggling with what to do, well, I really don't know what to do. I've got to think about it some more. Well, I don't know. I'm just not committed. Maybe I'm not ready, you know, but we're just, we just kind of have that uneasy feeling. 
And odds are, if you're like that about one part of your life, you probably encounter that in other parts of your life as well. So anytime you have an opportunity to make a decision and say yes or no to an opportunity, okay, the, pro- the, the point I'm trying to make is that you learn to get better at making that decision, okay? But just bear in mind that opportunity will open for you for a short period of time, and it's up to you if you want to say yes or not, okay? You know, the, the honest-to-God truth in all this is when it comes to habits and opportunity, we're probably never 100% ready. Um, you know, maybe we are about some things, and maybe at the time we feel like we're just making the best decision that we can. You know, we, we can't always be guaranteed of knowing what's going to be on the other side. But what we can know is how we, how we want to feel when what we really desire is happening for us. And that's really the best place to make decisions. And that's one of the things I've truly learned over the last couple of years and working with my coaches is, is that this literally helps. You literally want to create the thoughts that you want on purpose, um, which really put you in a position to be more proactive about these big, bold decisions that can lead to opportunities for you versus just waiting for something to drop in your lap. Because honestly, things don't really drop in your lap, you know, by accident. They, they come, opportunities sometimes are presented to you at certain times in your life when you are moving in the direction of that opportunity. And then it's up to you whether or not you want to do something about it. But really nothing in life is random. Everything, I believe, happens for a reason at the aforementioned time, at the right time, and when it is the right energetic match for you, which I can talk about on a whole nother episode. Um, because the concept of energy mechanics and mindset to me is absolutely fascinating. Um, So those are my tips for you today. I hope that you found some value in that, that, you know, the the bottom line becomes when we're trying to create new habits, when we're trying to strengthen old habits, when we're trying to recommit to something, whether it's a new health and fitness program, whether it's working on our business, whether it's working on our mindset, um, whether it's, you know, deciding whether or not to create something new in our business, if you're an entrepreneur, for example, Or maybe it's just something about a big life decision. Maybe it's a career change. Maybe it's, you know, whether or not to end a relationship or end a friendship that isn't working anymore or, you know, move on from, you know, another friendship. I think there's, there's, we're always going to be at those crossroads at some point in our life. Okay. But all of those things in our life happen for a reason. And they always happen with the chance of us experiencing an opportunity. It can either be an opportunity that can really move us forward and move us on to the next thing on our life path, or it can be an opportunity that really holds us back and keeps us where we are. And there's really not a right or a wrong way to do it. But the point I'm trying to make with all this is, is that when you learn to strengthen the habit muscle, when you learn to strengthen the confidence muscle, and when you work on the consistency muscle, which are all three big pieces of really working on good habits that really empower you, then you're opening yourself up to what could potentially be an amazing opportunity for you. And sometimes we don't know that until we take that gamble. So I want you to think about all of that with respect to how you do you, how you do your health and fitness, how you show up for yourself every day, how you choose to empower your mindset and all the major decisions that you make, whether it's life, business, health and fitness, or maybe it's all of it and all of it together. And just know that the habit piece is at the cornerstone of all that, that when we strengthen those good habits for us and we learn to strengthen that consistency muscle, then we open ourselves up for so much more opportunity later on in our life. And that, my friends, is 
really good, solid self-care for you, regardless of where you are on your life's path. So I hope that was really helpful for you. If you're not in my private Facebook group yet, please come over and join me there, Living Your Ultimate Life Through Fitness and Self-Care. We do all through the month of September. I'm doing some, I'm focusing a little bit more on this subject, on habits and opportunity and creating a new path forward. You know, so I would invite you to come over and join me there if you're on Facebook and you want to be a part of that. If you are not, you can find me on Instagram. I'm Fit Style Gal. Um, and if you're a health and fitness entrepreneur, we do have a brand new coaching and training program as a fitness entrepreneur for the last 25 years or so. Um, I am starting to serve more health and fitness entrepreneurs, health, fitness, wellness entrepreneurs, therapists, a massage therapist, chiropractors, anyone with a brick and mortar studio in expanding, or even if you don't, and you're interested in adding more online programs to the, your repertoire of whatever it is that you do, then reach out to me and let's have a conversation and see if you're a fit for the Innovate Academy, which is my exclusive business coaching and training program. Um, I also have a Facebook group that goes with that, Innovate and Grow for Health and Fitness Entrepreneurs, although we do have a lot of different kinds of people in there. So I've got all kinds of ways that I can work with you, that I can get to know you, and that you can get to know me. So I would definitely invite you to come over and join me in one of those places. And if you're not on social media, if that's not your thing, then, you know, reach out to me via email, allison at cufitness.com. That's allison, A-L-I-S-O-N, at cufitness.com, the letter C, the letter U, fitness.com. Um, and just, you know, drop me a note. Tell me what you're doing. Tell me what works. Tell me what doesn't work. Tell me what you like. Tell me if maybe something I said really resonated with you. I always want to know that. Um, and so just know that my door is always open. And one last thing before I close up today uh, on this episode is to please leave us a review. Um, you can find my show, this show on my website, cufitness.com and just click the podcast tab. And then choose the Apple podcast um, engine, if you will, um, and leave. feel free to leave me a review. Um, and if you like, screenshot your review and send it to me in Messenger, either Facebook Messenger or drop it to me in an email, and I'll send you a small gift. Um, we love to get reviews because that really helps more people to find us. And one of my missions on this planet is to reach and share the gift of a fit life with one million souls strong. And this podcast is just one avenue. Um, in order to do that. So just know how grateful I am for all of your support. You know, we've been on the air a little over two years and every single week, I just am so counting all my blessings for being here and being able to share my message with so many of you. Um, we're heard around the world and every week we reach more and more people and just know how incredibly grateful I am. This is Allison Katzkowski with the ultimate journey of self-care. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life. So make it a good one.